nobody talking about this. What? <gasps> That's insanity. The following matters. What is up, everybody? You are listening to the Insanity Podcast, Podcast. with your hosts, Haley and Christy. And we are back with another episode. Back, back, back. Episode 24, to be exact. 24. Is there anything cool with 24? <gasps> the show 24. I don't know what that was. Oh, it's cars. <laughs> what are they doing out there? Tokyo Drift? Street racing. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. <clears throat> Should we go ask them? Where's the police when you need them? Am I right? I'm sure they're right behind them. That's probably who they're running <laughs> yeah. from. Uh, we are in our little, how you say, studio, dare we call it. Up in the studio, am I right? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Disclaimer, we don't actually have a studio. There's well, like five of you. I mean, no, this is going to be the designated area, probably. Yeah. It's great. We're going to get some decor. We're going to work on some lighting. We'll probably eventually start making this a video podcast. We'll put some vids out. Is anyone interested in that? Raise your hand. (laughs) Did I hear an encore? Yeah. Video. Shut up. Oh, my God. Was that Austria that I heard back there (laughs) asking for video? You got it, top Austria, 50. what? <clears throat> That's what you want? Mm. I still can't believe nobody from Austria has spoken up yet. I don't know. That can't be real. It, I, I beg to differ. That means we're into TikTok news. Pew, pew, pew. I need to start off by saying that I absolutely must have just become a Gen Z stan because <laughs> I cannot stop talking about them. And meanwhile, last week you were shitting all over them. Yeah, well, I still am, is oh. what I'm saying. Oh, so anti-stand. Anti-stand. Got it, got but it. But like one might think, because I got their name in my mouth so much. <laughs> Did somebody say that? Why are you Why are you the way you are? No, because I'm talking about them again. They scare me. They do not stop showing up in my For You page. I don't know what I did to get there. Join TikTok. Well, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand that we app. are we are very much overpowered. Mm-hmm. We're the visitors. We're the minorities, definitely on TikTok mm-hmm. as a millennial and plus. But there was a girl that was doing an unboxing of these nine inch butterfly stripper heels. I kid you not. Nine and I know like they've they had to have been inches? nine inches. Like oh. I'm not kidding. Like they were like had the biggest platform that I had ever seen. And she's just like casually unboxing these like hot pink butterfly stripper heels. I want to see. And the song in the background is playing. And I'm like, God, it sounds really familiar. And I've seen a lot of TikToks lately, especially from the Gen Zers using this sound. So it must be like hot on the scene right now. (laughs) But then I realized that it's the song Everywhere I Go by Hollywood Undead. Do you remember that song? Yes. Everywhere I go. Bitches want to know I w- that Charlie Cena has got a weenie that he loves to show. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Ew, that's not them. Um, I want to see it. Did you say When it? I start drinking, my dick does all my thinking. Always yeah. want to be seen with me. Good. I like I'm- their big, thick titties. Okay. Yeah, so this song is playing in the background. And I go to her. I was like, this girl's got to be 18, maybe. I go to her profile. She's fucking like 17 years old. And she has stripper heels? And she's singing the song, too. What? Singing the song. I'm- she's got these stripper heels. And I'm like surely this was a song that I blasted in high school. This came out in 2008. This young Miss Girl 
barely was a fetus at that age, I'm sure. So I just, (laughs) they, they scare me. I'm like, you're singing this song and you don't even know what it is. And you don't, you can't even appreciate it because you were barely born when it came out. (laughs) Like you, no, thank you. You have (laughs) some hostility in your little heart, my friend, but I understand. No, but I also think it's hilarious because isn't it Gen Z that's like super, super into like pro women feminism Mm -hmm. and that's like one of the most degrading (laughs) songs of all time and they're like oh my god i know all the words that's (laughs) my right but they probably know the words and aren't actually listening i mean maybe you know honestly that song slaps though i'm not gonna lie it does i was we were just drinking at home alone (laughs) pandemic am i right (laughs) and all of a sudden got stuck in such an early 2000s like emo all of like my middle school, early high school, just like <laughs> sit in the mirror and cry to like yourself songs. Card. Yes. We were listening to all of Paramore, mm-hmm. all of Yellow Card, All Time Low. Fall Out Boy. Every, oh my God. It was, so, and I was like Green sitting Day. there just like melting. I was like, this is so much fun. Death Cab for Cutie. Oh my God. <laughs> it, it was, and now I like saved some, it was like a 10 hour playlist That's on Spotify incredible. and I saved it and it's, it's everything. I saw this. I don't know if it's time travel, if it's reincarnation, if he's tied to a different timeline. I don't know what's going on with this guy, mm-hmm. but he was talking about this recurring dream that he has. Okay. And he wakes up with like his face and his skin like burning hot or whatever. And then some weird code. It was like A17Z56, something like that. Yeah. And he's like, I wake up and that numbers or that sequence is just stuck in my head. And he has this all the time. And he asked one of his friends who just happens to be like an art. Um, what was the word he used? An art conservator. Gotcha. <clears throat> so his friend's an art conservator. And he tells her or him, I don't know who the friend is, that that sequence of numbers. And she's like, that sounds like a portrait tag, like mm-hmm. how we would tag a portrait in an art museum. Right. And she pulls up the exact portrait and it's this like 1400s painting of a guy that looks eye fucking dentical to this guy. And not only that, but the like somehow there's a story behind the portrait that he knows or that is saved with the painting. Right. And the guy died of smallpox. See, so he's having a dream of dying from smallpox and he just happens to look identical to the guy. That's fucking he's got a sixth sense or he's reincarnated like one of the two i and how do you fake that also that's so weird like oh my friend's an art conservator let me just text them and be like hey here's some fucking numbers yeah it does line up a little suspiciously well but but what a lie but that picture though right unless it's a fake paint or if someone in art school painted him as like an old old timey portrait that, you, okay if they did i'm still impressed because it's a pretty fucking good I portrait too. also that, what a good story if you're lying yeah Hell yeah i have a dark ass tiktok for a reality check for all your annoying friends who don't believe about who don't believe in child trafficking or whatever Ooh. so apparently there was a man that was busted with 56 terabytes of child pornography what this guy on the tiktok goes on to explain that the that the videos if even if the videos that this guy had that he was busted with were like 1080p like really high quality also you disgusting to think about yeah one hour of 1080p in hd 
is 1.5 gigabytes. There's 1,000 gigabytes in a terabyte. Mm -hmm. So that basically means this asshole had 38,000 plus hours of child pornography. And that's if it's in 1080p, which which I guarantee you it's not. And so they were saying it's more like 60,000 to 80,000 hours. And the fact that there's even that much in a single person's (laughs) possession of child pornography should really speak volumes to like how much is out there, a.k.a. way too much. Ew, I just Googled the math really quick. If it's 60,000 hours, that's 2,500 days. Now let me do 2,500 days to years. That's 6.8 years. That's fucked. Of constant watching. That's so fucked up. I can't, like, uh, that, uh, I watched this TikTok and it blew, because, like, obviously, like, we know that that's a thing, but just those sheer volume numbers of this one guy, and it was a real news story, like, that's what he was arrested for, and I'm like, you've got to be fucking joking me. That is disgusting, and... Go fuck yourself if you don't think this is a problem. So go tell your friends. Go give them a fun fact and tell them to get a reality check if they don't think that this is a problem. (laughs) Because that's disgusting. I just did 80,000 hours too. That's over nine years. And who knows what it is? That's not in any way okay, obviously. But like what? Also how? Why? Yeah. How? Why? Where? Let's not. Let's... Let's do something about this. And the fact, you want to know what really burns my asshole is that <laughs> besides Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> besides Taco Bell. Oh my God. Is the fact that <laughs> big tech can take down the president off of the internet, but somehow we yeah. can't take down child pornography off no. the internet. Nope. Fuck you. Can't find that one guy. Can't find... All of the people doing it. Fuck you, Jack Dorsey. Fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. All of you guys are pieces of shit. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I still love Taco Bell, though. (laughs) Taco Bell, if you're listening, I will take a gift card Mm -hmm. and I'll probably see you after this. Wonky (laughs) slush. There's one other thing that I want to discuss with you, and I think we need to address the elephant in the room, and that's. I, I think we can confidently say that everybody's now seen the stupid lady that put the Gorilla Glue in her hair. No? <laughs> oh am I right? God, or, yes. Am I wrong? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just saw an update on her. This woman literally hairsprayed her hair with spray Gorilla Glue. Industrial glue. And for what? I thought it was a joke. So did I. it wasn't. What? It's not. She, okay, so it, anyone who hasn't seen it. It's a woman who has like a really slick back ponytail and she usually uses got to be glued with an, which anyone who knows anything about hairstyling products got to be glued is essentially hair glue. It will just slick your it's hair down forever. Okay, I get it's that. just it's just hairspray, but it's very strong. So she said she's making a TikTok and she's saying I ran out of my got to be glued. And I've just got to say, I highly do not recommend anyone ever use spray Gorilla Glue as a replacement. And then she's tapping on her head. It's a fucking helmet. It's rock hard. 
Her hair is literally solid. It is made of cement. She created a fucking hair helmet. Maybe she should have kept it and she'd be very safe. I don't know. But also, okay, for this brings up a lot of different points, though. A, I didn't even know that they made Gorilla Glue in an aerosol can. (laughs) I didn't either. Tyler was like, why would they do that? I was like, well... Like if you need to like how you spray could, mount like yeah. a poster or something, but yeah. you don't need Gorilla Glue for no. that. But That's also like y- y- you don't even you don't even have to have made it out of the first fucking grade to realize, hmm, Gorilla <laughs> Glue. Let me not put that in my hair. Yeah, it's literally what? Glue. Why would you even put real glue in your hair? Like unless Never. she literally didn't know because it was I don't, in the spray I don't buy can. That. I don't buy it. It had to have been a read? joke, and then one layer wouldn't have gotten her hair as hard as it was. It's she like, sprayed that shit down. Rock solid. Just laid edges for life. Oh my God. And I saw, I don't know if this is in your notes, I saw like a thumbnail of a video, or maybe it was like a fake Snapchat story or something, where they finally cut her ponytail off. Like yeah. it softened enough where they could just cut her whole ponytail off. I'm like, how is there no way to dissolve Gorilla Glue? Well, well, paint thinner. To follow up on all of this, the thing <clears throat> that angers me, I think, the absolute most is that this woman literally starts a GoFundMe and was able to raise fifteen thousand dollars. <gasps> what? Who is donating to that? Are For you what? A new weave? No, to get it out of her hair. Dip your head in paint thinner. So she then TM. <laughs> I'm so upset. I want this. I'm gonna TMZ. do it. TMZ. Of course, trash, whatever the fuck that is, is like recording her. She's in the emergency room and they're literally like dumping. Like it says, oh, she's going into surgery. She's not going into surgery. She's like, you know, on some loopy, you know, gas and they're dumping literal paint thinner on her head. And <laughs> in the emergency room? Yes. We can't do that at like someone's workshop. What? What did you need to in raise $15,000 for your dumb ass choice? Are you That's joking crazy. me? Are you that, I'm going to do it. What I'm, can I do that's similar that like isn't the same thing, but will also give me free money? Honestly, I think anything can at this point, because if people were willing to give this lady $15,000 collectively to get fucking Gorilla Glue out of her hair because she did not have a brain cell to realize that might not be a good idea, then I have a lot of questions about society. And that is the TikTok news. Well, I think that puts uh, Christy up first this week. What do you have? It does. Okay. Well, actually, this is great because mine developed from TikTok. (gasps) I love that for me. Okay. So I've been seeing a lot of different TikToks about this general topic. Okay. And Mm -hmm. I thought, you know what? The people need to know. If they don't know, they need to know. Let them know. So I'm going to let them know. Now, you may have seen it or if you've seen anything about this on TikTok, it's probably a map of the United States okay. and the similarities between missing people of national parks okay. or missing people. And then also the tunnel systems, the yes. Yeah, so national parks and cave systems in general. Gotcha. So like missing people tend to match up with the cave systems and national and parks. National par- okay. So, spoiler alert, I'm talking about missing people that go missing in national parks and just how sus it all is. And we don't have a lot of answers and it's really fucking scary. Let the people know. The people are going to find out. Okay? Okay. Um, Okay, 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 okay. So, if you want to pull up this map, I can pull it up on my computer. Yeah. uh, Anyone who wants to look up this map, 
Google like missing 411 cluster map. Missing 411. So if you've pulled it along and or pulled it up and you're following along, yep. love that for you. Yep. Also, side note, a lot of this has been very neatly put together by a writer named David Polides, I believe it's how you pronounce his last name. David, you're a king. And uh, he wrote like five or six books about this whole topic and all these cases. And there's a movie on YouTube called Missing 411. Oh, okay. And he gives like a really good synopsis. I and like I, I listen keep to seeing Missing 411 as a hashtag and I probably never knew what it was. Oh, I feel like I haven't. Well, maybe I just haven't noticed. Also, hey, why is there such a hot spot in Phoenix? It looks like. Oh, Grand Canyon. No, that's way more north. Oh. It's literally in Phoenix. Let me see. On the Arizona. Ooh, you're right. The fuck? Ooh, that's scary. I didn't even look at that earlier. Don't go outside. No, we'll be staying indoors. Thank you so much. All right. Where was I? Da, da, da. Okay, so this David wrote like five or six books about this whole thing. And there's a movie on YouTube called Missing 411. It gives a really good synopsis of some of the really, really eerie disappearances. Mm -hmm. And I listened to like a bunch of interviews about the stories, like him and storytelling. It was really good. Okay. So looking at the map, what you'll notice is that all of the clusters of these disappearances are within like 120 air miles, he calls them. So all of those clusters are within 120 miles of the ocean or like a greater water source, right? You can kind of just generally tell that by looking. Okay. Um, So whether that's the ocean, Great Lakes, or just another weird water source, whatever it is, they all seem to be near water. Why? Apparently that's still a complete mystery. But what's weird about that is because like none of the bodies that are really found whether dead or alive, are not typically washed up or found in the water or anything like that. So why are we so concerned with water source? Mm, I have an idea that it's just easy to contribute a death to water because humans mm, can't live in water, you know? So it could be a good cover-up. We don't know. But it's just weird that everything happens to be near water. I'm going to spotlight a couple or probably just one because I feel like it's going to take a long time to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the cases that's like the most fascinating and most disturbing and begs the most questions. Okay. Okay. So it's a story of this boy named Dennis Martin. Uh, I'm going to try to keep this kind of brief, relatively brief at least. Uh, and I don't know all the details. So if this pops into the true crime community and y'all want to come for my neck don't just know i already know that i don't know the details and just like it's fine we never claim to be a true crime podcast okay okay yeah you why don't you tell the story i'm just here to conspire about what's going on am i right? okay so don't come for me just let me let me just have my little story time of a story that's not mine so here we go setting It's June 14th, 1969. Dennis Martin, a (laughs) six-year-old boy, was going hiking in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park, which is in, like, North Carolina, Tennessee, with his dad, grandpa, and nine-year-old brother. Okay. And it's in an area along the Appalachian Trail, right on the border of North Carolina and Tennessee. So they're just playing around in this field that they came upon, 
And then up walks another family. So the kids, they start playing hide and seek. And Mr. Martin, Dennis's dad, is adamantly watching them play. And he watches Dennis go behind a bush at the edge of the field, like right where the wildlife starts, like right where the woods start. Mm -hmm. A little eerie of a place. But he's watching him and he watches the exact bush he hides behind. Then the game ends and everyone comes out of their hiding spots and surprise, Dennis Dennis doesn't doesn't come out. So dad goes to the bush where he saw him hide. He's not there. He goes straight into a two mile run down the trail to fucking find Dennis. Where's Dennis? Right? No luck. So Mr. Martin comes back, tells his dad, grandpa, go get more Rangers. We need help. Dennis is gone. Mm -hmm. So this all happened at like four o'clock. By the time they got some Rangers, it was like five o'clock. And by 8.30, it was pouring rain, which we all know is never ideal. Not a good sign. For a search and rescue mission. Right. Right? Not great. No tracks. No smell. He gone. Yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah. So during this game of hide and seek, we have a whole other storyline. 2,000 feet down from where these families were playing in the field Mm -hmm. is another family called the Key family. What are these fucking people doing out in a field? I mean, it was a national park. Whatever. (laughs) And it's a national park. They're just hiking. I get it. Um, So they were hiking in an area called the Rowans or something like that. And they asked a ranger where they could go see some bears. Like where was an area that there was definitely bears. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, just casually want to look at some bears. And the ranger said, follow the Rowan's Creek up like a mile, mile and a half, and you'll start to see wildlife. That's such a non-safety thing back in the 60s. Right? Oh, yeah. The bears are up there. Go find them. Yeah, just like go two (laughs) miles north. You'll totally Totally just run right into them. Don't touch the babies, but you can look at them pretty close. You'll be fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it. That family started up the valley, and as they were like going toward (laughs) the danger zone of bears... (laughs) They all heard a huge, sickening scream, louder than anything you could ever imagine, they said. And at about the same time, the son of that family, the Key family, Mm -hmm. goes, Hey, Dad, look, a bear up there up on the hill. The dad goes, Um, yeah, I don't think that's a bear. And so the family, or at least the parents, whoever was you know, right-minded enough, thought it was a man hiding behind the trees in the bushes, hiding from them. Like, didn't want to be seen by this other family that, like, happened upon him. Mm -hmm. So now there's some random guy hiding from them. Yeah, like, running through. But, like, a son thought it was a bear? So then the next day, the front page of the paper, obviously, was all about Dennis's disappearance. Right. In the the, uh, National Park, whatever. And Mr. Key saw it and read about it and thought, hmm, timing, location, and distance could be, you know, it could line up. Uh Maybe I should get in contact with law enforcement. So he finds out the FBI has already, you know, like taken over. Like there's an FBI agent. Yeah, because National Parks are federal property. Yeah. Makes sense. So there's already someone monitoring the, the whole case. So he gets in touch with that person and he says, hey, this is what happened to me. I'll meet you at the park tomorrow, show you exactly where I was, what I saw, you know, try to help you. The FBI agent goes, no, myself and a national park ranger will meet you outside the park at a different location. And then we can go, which is sus. 
Why? Why would he do that? They thought that he was suspicious. Well, yeah, but still, that wouldn't they weird. want him to lead them directly to it? I don't know. You yeah, know, I mean, one would think, right? One would suppose. One would. And yes, you would say that's very suspicious until you find out that the FBI and Mr. Martin had a deal that they would tell Mr. Martin everything that happens within the case, everything they find, every little tidbit of information, right? Okay. So instead of, because this, Mr. Martin, I guess, was like at the park for two months straight, like didn't leave the park because he was so upset and like livid about everything. So... In, in case he was watching or something is probably why he wanted to go meet at a different spot in case oh. this all happened to be bunk so he didn't have to tell him about it or whatever. Yeah. So they went on. They had the interview. Um, let me see. That dad was there for two months. Yeah. Oh, that kid dead. Real heartbroken. Real dead. Real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I No, you're right. <laughs> I'm trying to find my place in my sentence. <laughs> okay, so they meet up. The FBI agent meets up with Mr. Key. They have their interview, their little hike in the forest together, holding hands. Cute. So cute. <laughs> Only for, I think it was like three days later, a reporter found out through like a law enforcement leak that they had this secret little interview moment with Mr. Key. And that was like, and then I think it was that reporter went ahead and told Mr. Martin about it. What a dick. And he was pissed, obviously, because he's being left in the dark when he was very straight up told he would be told about everything. Right. So he goes to the FBI agent. He's like, what the fuck, dude? Why didn't you tell me about this? Like, what is wrong with you? And the FBI agent says, it's irrelevant. The time frames don't matter. And it's impossible. Makes no sense. Okay, fuck. <laughs> FBI guy, why are you lying? Well, yeah, why, why? Why are you always lying? Obviously, that did not sit well with Mr. Martin, no. okay? And luckily, who I, I guess this guy was with him when he heard that news that, like, the FBI agent said, no, doesn't matter. So, a man named Dwight McCarter. Dwight. <laughs> Was right there with him, and he was actually one of the head trackers for the Park Service. And he heard this, and I don't know if it was right at that moment or at a later date. He instantly knew, bullshit. FBI is bullshitting you. They're totally lying that it's it doesn't matter or whatever, you know. FBI do be shysty, though. Always. Always. Like, stop trying to hide things. And always. And he's like, I know that area so well. We could easily walk that area like where the thing was where the site happened and where he went missing with an hour and a half no problem i know the area we can do mm, that hate that so the next day mr martin and dwight went to the park walked the trail of where he went missing and where he was seen possibly where the weird bear man was seen yeah and they did it they totally did it it was totally doable like why but like why are you not letting us the FBI do be hiding something. All of a sudden, a few helicopter loads full of Army Special Forces units come in, and they didn't want anything to do with Park Service or law enforcement. They didn't want any lo- any escorts through the park from Park Service, mm-hmm. who are the people who know the park like the back of their hand. They know the area he went missing. 
They know everything about the park. Why would you not want well, anyone's they just help? Think they know everything. Right? Why wouldn't you want anyone's help? Uh, they set up their own communication system, like their own telecommunication systems. And they told everyone basically to get lost, fuck off, eat shit and die. <laughs> Same. <laughs> they were there for a whole week and no one knows what they found. No one knows what they were looking for other than Dennis. Nothing. Poor Mr. Martin has this stupid agreement that he'll be told everything and no one's telling him anything. He's furious. Everyone's lying to him. Everyone's keeping secrets behind his back. Obviously, the army's not going to fucking tell him anything. Right. Mr. FBI's not saying anything. The only guy he can trust is Dwight. Dwight. Love you, Dwight. My guy. Love you. And the only reliable clue is what the key family saw that day. And everyone's blatantly ignoring it. That's so weird. That's literally the only clue that could possibly match up with the story with his disappearance. And everyone's just full-blown ignoring it david actually finds out where mr martin lives goes to the house and Mm -hmm. it's actually the house that he still lives in from when this happened like he never moved which i feel like a lot of people typically move out of a trauma house usually unless they're that fucked up true and so david asks mr martin he's like if there's anything i should know about this case that i probably don't know already that hasn't been publicized what is it one thing that the press left out was a major detail in what the key family saw that day. The press or the park service won't tell anyone this, but when they saw whatever it was on the hill that day in the bushes, it had something on its shoulder, like, like carrying the something on its shoulder. Okay. And nobody will talk about it. This thing, this man, bear person was Fucking literally carrying something large enough to see on its shoulder and everyone's leaving that detail out and another incredibly sus thing about this is that when david the writer went to file a freedom freedom of information act request yeah Yeah. request (laughs) that was so loud (laughs) on this it was like a huge huge document he said he read it six times up and down back and forth and not one time in the entire document was the key family interview or their sighting mentioned at all. Not once. Mad suspicious. They did not document the interview. They didn't document their testimony. Nothing. Okay, so then that means there's definitely something that the government knows about that they don't want people to know about. Right. Apparently, there are feral people, like (sighs) wild people that live off the grid in national parks that wear animal pelts. And the National Park Service knows about them and can't control them. What the fuck? Yes. And apparently, a few years before this exact abduction, whatever you want to call it, disappearance happened, a park ranger was attacked by one of these people and almost killed because the wild person was armed and the park rangers weren't at the time. Like, it was too early of a time to be afraid of being in the national parks. Right. That the rangers weren't even fucking armed. So what are they cannibals? Huh. Funny you should say. <laughs> That's a fact I have a little oh, further down. No. But yeah, there are genuinely people living in the wild in national parks. Like it is a known fact. And they will often abduct people. Obviously is not that surprising. And sorry to say it, but I've heard they are cannibals. So obviously they're abducting people for good reason. Not good reason, but reason. <laughs> So I'm afraid of everything. You're trying to tell me that I've gone on 27 (laughs) years of my life 
and no one wanted to fucking tell me that there are feral people <laughs> in national parks that might abduct my ass and bake me for dinner. I don't know if they even cook. Do, do cannibals cook people? I feel like I they just know. go chomping right at oh. your thigh. I don't yeah. know. I'm not a cannibal. I wouldn't know. Why wouldn't they be telling the public about this? Because they're trying to hide the fucking wild people that they can't control. Oh. I don't know. But there's thousands of cases of missing people. Are all of right. them victim to these people? Or is half aliens? I'm I, fine with half aliens. I'm thinking it's either people fall off a cliff, there's feral people that are eating them, or it's aliens. Yeah. One of those three options. That's about it. I mean, yeah. All three make sense. It's kind of ironic that you were talking about cannibals. Oh, why is that? <laughs> right. Why, why, why? Because this is a topic that we ever so lightly uh, whispered about in a previous episode, I think, during TikTok news. Okay. Um, and the further I looked into it and the further I went down the rabbit hole, I was like, I, we, we, this needs to be discussed. Um, we're talking about army hammer people. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, God. The main culprit that's subject oh, to much controversy God. and many serious allegations right now. He's the alleged cannibal. Okay. What a train wreck. I don't even know where to begin with this. Okay. Cannibal season. Am I right? Am I right? Wow. Yikes. People um, are going to be worried for us. Yeah, I'm worried for us. <laughs> so... In case, like, we haven't heard or you guys didn't listen to that episode or we haven't seen or you don't read anything or have no idea who <laughs> Army Hammer is, which could be probable because I didn't even realize who he was before either. But he is an actor and he was in The Social Network, which would be the more notable thing I would feel that most people might know him from mm -hmm. as one of the Winklevoss twins. He was both Winklevoss well, yeah. twins. The, the Winklevi, if you will. <laughs> he was both... Winkle V's. Oh, the Winkle V. <laughs> Let me just start by saying that if you're a guy who is playing the Winkle Vi, you've got to be a fucking weirdo. I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, they're weird guys, but it's fine. Maybe he actually is the Winkle Vi. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. But, I mean, also the guy's name is literal Armand Hammer. That's so what? mean. Armand Hammer. Armand Hammer. That's so oh, mean. Come on. Come is on. his dad's name Armin at least? His dad's middle name is Armand. Oh and his God. grandfather is the original OG Armand Hammer. Did he create Armand Hammer? No. He Come was an on. oil tycoon. <laughs> Come on. How, like, what are the odds of that? Ar that Armand Hammer becomes Who? a thing after this old man is named Armand Hammer. You really, you really dunked on that kid and said, Jeez. yeah, I'm going to name him Armand Hammer. Oh, God. Come on. Oh. Anyways. Um, he is also an absolute giant. He's six foot five, which obviously the Winklevoss Ooh. twins, they were like giants also. So it made sense that they cast him for that role. Um, he is 34 years old. And like I said, he has been, uh, splashing the tabloid headlines, if you will, for the last month or so now, since <sighs> some texts between him and some ex relationships have leaked. And it shows that he may or may not be into some very weird shit Ugh, weird to say the least to say the least Ooh. of which includes some of these texts say uh things that he had called himself and i quote 100 percent a cannibal mm. i want to yeah. eat you mm. telling someone that he gets to decide he gets to decide when they eat sleep mm. use the restroom etc 
Okay, so a little BDSM yes. type moment. I mean, if that's your Great. kink, whatever, I get okay. it. Um, referring to all the women that he sleeps with as slaves. Oh. Love that for him. Wow. Uh, he literally texted, DM'd whatever a girl and said, if I wanted to come and cut off one of your toes and keep it with me in my pocket so that I would always have a piece of you in my possession. Oh, Are you la, fucking la, la, kidding la, la, la. me? That is a line. That's a line. That's a line that's been crossed. Okay. Ugh. And then he's like talking about drinking blood. He's telling someone that he wants to bite a piece off of them, like literally bite a piece of their flesh off of them. Ew. And what I believe that a lot of these more uh, graphic texts and stuff were back from like 2016 and they've just now surfaced for one reason or another oh and like another thing he said is that like he like you know talks about having sex with a limp body <gasps> i'm like okay oh, so okay. we've crossed the line to murder okay like you're you i mean this You've is gone not to right necrophilia, and you want to know what's even more fucked up no he was married for 10 years really he just finalized the divorce in 2020 so Ew. when all of this is going on, he He's was for sure this. married. Ew. And I feel bad for that lady. Let me tell you. He's got like a really young kid too, doesn't he? He has a five-year-old and a three-year-old. Jesus. Two, two children. Um, like, you know, all of this is happening while you have a wife of 10 years. What? Ew. Like that's none of my business, but what? Yeah. And no. also how do you as a wife not have any like intuitive like thoughts right? that like hmm, maybe this guy is a little fucked in the head like as like, far did as, he never say any of that to maybe, her maybe it was just like straight vanilla with her and then he had all this weird shit on the side Yikes. because he was an actor and like obviously probably traveling quite a bit but what Ugh. okay no don't like that so obviously as you can tell that he is uh, amongst a lot of controversy right now and so he dated a girl that was named Paige Lorenz in like 19, maybe into 20, which also says because he was still married to his wife at that time. Yikes. Maybe they were separated. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully. Oh, yeah, hopefully. Um, so she dished on her relationship with him, and which was funny because the reason why I started reading into this girl was that it was one of the latest guests on Sophia with an F podcast. Really? Was this girl on perp? Like did Sophia know that? I'm assuming just because it's a hot topic right oh, now. He, yeah. She probably had her on her show and this girl has been trying to get her story out about mm. army hammer or whatever. Mm. I guess she's like a model or something. I'm not really sure. I don't really know who she is, but, um, so she was explaining that when she first started talking to him, like, she realized that he like liked some things like either on social media or like had mentioned something that was kind of like borderline like bondage or like BDSM type of things. And yeah. she was just like, oh, okay. So like he's got some kinks, whatever. I'm young, YOLO. It's fine. Yeah. I'm um, not going to kink shame him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's army hammer. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, like I said, I was listening to the podcast interview of Sophia with an F and this girl Paige and there's one thing that's totally unrelated, but I'm just like, oh, God. She literally makes a statement that goes, the one thing that I really loved, like, you know, we had an open relationship. And the one thing that I loved about an open relationship is that, like, you know, an open relationship is a choice, like, rather than an obligation. And I'm like, 
<laughs> bitch, as opposed to what? Like what? A, a non-open relationship is not a fucking obligation. Yeah, you're not <laughs> obligated to stay there. But you're okay, you can leave. Well, I That's guess maybe not with him. Point. That's besides. But like uh, after that Yikes. statement, I was like, okay, this is really all that I need to know about this girl <laughs> moving forward into this. But that was just at the very beginning. So. To also to add fucking fuel to the Gen Z fire because this girl is oh, literally no. like 22 years old. Oh my God. Which is also scary because he's 34. Yeah. So she explained how like on like a very first encounter or like when in, in, in their initial dating phases, he made her watch a movie called Secretary that's basically like an erotica type thing that depicts a relationship between a lawyer and a secretary you know, okay. you get the gist. I'm not going to get into the details, but mm. you can kind of get the gist. All right. But she describes it, and I fucking quote, as an old film. <laughs> old film. And I looked this up thinking, like, oh, maybe it was, like, from the 80s or 90s. It's fucking from 2002. <laughs> old film? <laughs> That's the years she was probably born. That's exactly what I said. Okay, oh, fine. She was probably God. born in 2002. So, you know, that, I mean, maybe oh that's an God. old film. But I, I like, because literally the first thought that was in my head, oh, old film like that. Okay, maybe it was like an 80s movie. I'd never really yeah. heard of it. No, 2002. Okay. Fucking kidding yeah, me. Right. Or whatever. It's fine. I mean, think about watching a damn 18-year-old porn, though. That's kind of <laughs> yikes. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. Not great. But, um, so the first time that they were intimate if you will coloring whatever you want to call it um apparently he was grabbing her feet and then like pulled her into the bedroom and dead ass goes you can call me sir or daddy like the very first intimate relation they ever had okay and and i'm like well all right we it's only there's no warm-ups here with good old arm and hammer no i bet he has a red room (laughs) yay so she claims that he repeatedly asked her to let him find a doctor that would remove some of her ribs so that he could smoke them in his smoker and eat them. And I'm not fucking kidding. She said that he asked her like five times and she thought it was a joke at first. And then she realized that he was like dead serious. What the fuck? How does that not send a red flag off? In your How head? do you like, not? I'm out. Instantly run away. He literally was going to take her to a doctor because there are a few ribs that we have that mm-hmm. obviously are not quite as necessary wanted to have the doctor remove them so that he could have them smoke them and eat them what the also fuck? you don't eat bones that's fucking weird also yeah do humans have meat on ribs like pigs have meat on ribs oh i didn't think about that probably there's muscle i know that yeah but when you i don't know when you're eating a pork rib are you eating muscle yeah it's not fat yeah i guess you're right ew uh, anyways hated either that. way it's like, a human rib cage right. no thank you that's not right and that's not Ugh. the first time that a, re- a past re- a past relationship had mentioned something about the rib thing there was ew. another girl that said that she claimed that he told her that he would love to break her rib and barbecue it and eat it what the fuck I'm is like, wrong with what, him? I understand being into weird shit, but that's not like that's that's that draws the line for me. Okay, Does he just have like a major iron deficiency. I like, <laughs> get that boy some fucking rocks. And then she alleged that he was, and I quote, into knife play. <gasps> and I'm that, like cringing as fuck. 
is criminal that. very criminal and literally asked her where he no no she he did not ask her he she 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 alleges that the way it went down was that he was kind of talking to himself saying where can i put my initials <gasps> as she was look he's looking at her body with the knife because i guess like what he would do like he was very like i guess he would like stab the knife into the floor like right by her head and then like run a knife along her body like the oh blade parts God. like not to cut her or anything but just like yeah weird shit like that and then he's like talking to himself saying where can i put my initials and so literally oh. carves an a like right above her hoo-ha into her <gasps> body without really her she's like all before i knew it he was just doing it and like I saw a picture and it's very small. Like it is a very, yeah. like, but it's def. there's definitely an A. It was definitely oh an A. Oh my God. And I'm like, that's no hard pass. What? N- knife play. What? Knife play. That's not, no, that doesn't exist. No, thank you. Sorry. Gonna kink shame knife face, knife play. <laughs> <laughs> and so now apparently she's looking to have that scar obviously surgically removed oh after the fact because <clears throat> And, like, he was trying to rationalize it as, like, a token of her commitment. And I'm like, you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of Nexium, where that guy got put into jail for that weird sex cult because they branded all those girls with, like, the Nexium logo or whatever. I'm like, ew, no. Um, What the fuck is wrong with people? And then this whole time, she's like... Hey man, like I'm not trying. Like the whole time in the in the interview with her, she's like, you know, I'm I'm not trying to kink shame the guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm just thinking, absolutely, I'm going to kink shame you because yes. that's fucked. That's not a kink. That's a crime. You want to <laughs> murder people? That's not them. okay. You're low key, high key, a cannibal. You're a psychopath at least. And oh, like no, ma'am. Thank you. No. Yikes. Um, and like the thing that really blows my mind also, I understand she's young. She was probably 21 at that time. And I get, I get that that's a very impressionable age, but I'm like, you, you stayed for what? No, no, big famous man. That's all. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, I understand that, but I would not let him murder me. No, absolutely not. No, no, no. And the thing, uh, when I was doing my research, I, of course, had to come upon an article by the ethical cannibals of the world. Ethical. And mm-hmm. the, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. the uh, so basically it was like a pro-cannibalism website or something. Oh, that God. And so this article was entitled, the, cannibal, the ethical cannibals of the world would like the Army Hammer news cycle to end too. Because... They yeah, were you're thinking, putting a bad name on exactly. Cannibals. I'm like ethical cannibalism. <laughs> Where in what? No, sorry, ma'am and sir. No. Oh, and then in that in that pro cannibalism article, mm-hmm. they literally had the audacity to go off and be like, "Well, he should have a right to desire human flesh in peace." Oh no, the fuck my he should. Sorry, no, he shouldn't. Ugh, Nobody should. Oh That's God. not a thing. Don't uh, go no. live with the feral people in the national Seriously. parks. Okay, that's where you deserve. You to don't live. deserve the internet. You don't deserve okay? Hollywood. Nothing. You need to go live in fucking Smoky Mountains, in the caves, and just shut up and and stop eating people. Also, Ew. and I didn't realize that. 
I had I had never looked into this more than I did obviously today yeah because I didn't know that there was m- that much into it but just his story really just affirms all the other things that we think about people in Hollywood yeah. or whatever that they try to play off as not existing and it for sure does Pizzagate P what okay I didn't but like everyone's dropping him his agency yeah, dropped right. him. And then he's trying to say, apparently there is a new movie or TV series or something that's being filmed with J-Lo. And oh. he had to relieve himself from the role, but I'm pretty sure they'd probably dropped him. So oh, they're yeah. looking for a replacement. And um, I guess for whatever reason, his ex-wife of 10 years is living in the Caribbean somewhere with her two children. Mm. And then he was down there, too, like, during this time right now, because obviously they, I'm sure he sees his kids. But the people on the island or wherever in the Caribbean were really distressed because of the way that he was acting, like, just walking around, just, like, not a care in the world, very ostentatious, very, like, you know, I am the best person alive and just acting as if nothing is going on. And I'm like, that's a little alarming as well. So yeah. they're all concerned. They think he needs to be in a mental institution. I mean, at maybe. least for a couple days, maybe like a 72-hour hold But like, situation. Dude. So if you learn anything from this, you can have your kinks, but you can't be a cannibal. No, okay? that's not a kink. That's a crime. So hopefully we put a disclaimer that this is a 21 and plus a podcast <laughs> episode. Not that they all aren't, but... Yikes. A little, a little more darker. But that's that on that. Hope you enjoyed that. Great times. That was beautiful. Well, what do you have for good news? We have our own new room. That's good news. Podcast we have our own, studio. We have our own little house. Amazing. 10 out of 10. We love to see it. We've got to add some decor and stuff, but mm-hmm. we'll get there. And um, good news um it's valentine's day almost well, valentine's day you guys oh yeah already it would have just been valentine's day it was also christy's birthday this oh, week oh yeah so don't come for us about the lack of episode last week yeah. it just happened okay Saws. um but we love you guys we hope you had a great valentine's day on sunday love that for you um also Speaking of Valentine's, you can leave us a five-star review. <laughs> that's that's what we would like for post-Valentine's Day. A five-star review rating. It takes two seconds. Super easy. Helps the pod. We can get up on the charts in Austria. <laughs> All I dream about in my lifetime. And send it to your Valentine. To your favorite person. Send a person that you might think is borderline cannibal. Maybe this will lead them <laughs> down the right path. Or down the wrong path. Maybe it'll talk them out of it. Sorry. Um leave a review if you're feeling spicy but the five star rating is super easy you can just do it in two seconds tip tap i've clicked it about 50 times it doesn't let me keep doing it but i just pretend i do too you can find us on instagram (laughs) at insanity podcast and on twitter at insanity pod we love honestly god damn i love twitter so much and the only reason why I i actually hate twitter but i stand twitter because the only thing i look forward to every day is elon's tweets He's a guy. They make my life. He's he's a real dude, he, dude. I, like I said, I've already sold my soul to Elon. I'm ready to go to Mars. I'm ready to go to Mars. Let's go. When can we go? 
Um, get ready to go to Mars. We hope you guys enjoyed. We will see you next Tuesday. And on that, always, always remember, remember the, the following, following matters. matters. Bye.